Welcome to today's episode of Fire in the Belly. This is where we get to hear some pretty inspiring stories from some amazing people. You know, it's always an absolute pleasure to sit down, take time out and have a warts and all conversation about their journey. I'm always intrigued by what it's taken for people to get to where they are today. And hopefully in this interview, we get to hear some more about that. From this, my mission is to help people to find their own fire in their belly. And from that, to live the mightiest version of you. So without further ado, sit back, relax, and enjoy today's guest. Success is a process, not an event. Hello and welcome to Fire in the Belly. Today we have myself, Mighty Pete, and we're joined by the Jennifer Pilates. Good afternoon. Good morning to you. Hi, Pete. I am so excited and honored to be here. Thank you so much. I love everything about your podcast and everything that you're doing is just amazing. Thank you so much. Awesome. Listen, it's an absolute privilege to have you on. So tell us, Jennifer, who are you? What do you do and where are you from? Who am I? So I am a God-loving girl with two fur babies that she adores and a a sun seeker. I am spreading love and light around the world and empowerment, much like yourself. Right now, today, I'm down in Southwest Florida, Mm -hmm. so enjoying the sun. Originally from the East Coast, uh, born in Baltimore and grew up in Cape Cod, Massachusetts. Mm -hmm. And uh, yeah. So a little far from you, over the pond, I do believe we say. <laughs> over the pond, indeed, indeed. So tell me, what what is your fire in the belly? What does it mean to you? My fire in the belly. Ooh, that's the passion. What's What gets me going? What gets me out of bed? What inspires me? And for me, that has always been serving and helping others. And that has changed in the capacity over the years. But the underlying you know, fire in the belly is helping and serving and spreading love and light and seeing people happy and doing what I can to bring happiness to others. I mean, what, so what does that do for you then? I mean, is, is it about you or is it about others or, you know, tell me, talk yeah, to me. No, me. it's really about others, right? Like I love, you know, the more love that you're bringing to the world, the more joy that you can spread then that comes back to you. So when I can help one person, you know, through their life, be that through coaching or through Pilates training, um, you know, that makes all the difference to me, or even through my podcast, like you, when you get those letters of people saying, Oh my gosh, I heard your message. And that helped me so much. That is my fire in the belly. That is my mission that, you know, being here on, on earth, you know, helping people to get out of pain, you know, via Pilates training and finding self-confidence again, helping people to find their fire in the belly through coaching and seeing people thrive and being happy and not just existing, but living and thriving. That is what really gets me going, Pete. What's, what's your superpower then? Is it all linked together for you? I really do feel that it is. I mean, my major superpower is being an intuitive empath. Mm -hmm. And because I have that incredible gift that I was blessed with, it helps me to be able to get to the root when clients come to me and really be able to propel them forward much quicker than in any other way. So I can see through the dust in the forest when others can't. And, you know, that really is my huge superpower, knowing truth always. Um, There is, there are no um, gray areas. There are no white lies in my world. Everything is black. Everything is white. Or I like to say everything is pink and white. (laughs) And, you know, that it's a wonderful thing, you know, being able to sense when something isn't right and being able to pick up the phone and help someone, you know, and uh, yeah, it's a beautiful thing. It's taken a long time to understand how beautiful that gift is because at one point I was like, is this a curse or is this a blessing? And, you know, it's when you can really find the blessing in it every day, that's the beauty of it. And when that gift is here to help others, that's even better. Break it down for me. I mean, you talk about being an intuitive empath. I mean, do you, do you sense the capabilities within those? Do you see potential within them, you know, or is it more picking up on their sense of what they're capable of for you? actually all of the above. So if we were having a conversation and we were looking at things in work and say, you were just saying, Oh, Jennifer, you know, I want everything to be just so like this beautiful library behind you. And I would say, well, that's really great, Pete, but actually you strive in chaos 
And some people do because you've shared that with me, right? Like behind the scenes, things are very different. So what if we turn chaos into something that you love so that it's not chaotic because when one area of your life is chaotic, then that that is a ripple effect elsewhere. I would say, how can we bring that into alignment with what you desire? And so it's just an unfolding. And so it's a peeling back of the layers one at a time to really discern and get to that heart of each and every client. And again, you know, the beauty of being able to do that in a physical wellness setting, a coaching session, you know, they sort of mirror one another, right? A Pilates session can turn into a coaching session. A coaching session doesn't necessarily turn into a Pilates session. (laughs) Um, I will say that, (laughs) but you know, it's beautiful because I can sit and I can listen and I can hear what someone is saying. The beauty is, is that I can see further into that. And I can feel into what their soul really wants to say, because a lot of times we still want everything to look good. You know, we want to give that perception that everything is good. And I see where maybe things aren't so good and we can make them better. It's really interesting. As you talk, your language switches between kinesthetic and visual. And I'm just curious, is that, is that something you're aware of? Is that something you, you choose to do? It isn't something that I choose to do now. <laughs> it's just something that 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 happens. It's, I think it's interesting, is especially being an empath. I mean, it, the, the kinesthetic side makes total sense. It's the visual side, and maybe, you know, would you have quite an active modulation, imagination, good at visualization, etc.? Would that be a power of yours? Oh, absolutely. Mm. I am a big vision board girl. I am a big manifester. Gratitude journals, all of that, um, is a huge part of my day, <laughs> every day really manifesting and bringing and seeing what I desire and not only on us on just a personal level, but for the world, what I desire for the world. And that's really powerful when you can see shifts and things happening. Are you where you're supposed to be? Um, mentally, physically, or geographically speaking, you choose. I would say I have found peace where I am geographically. I mentally and emotionally am in a really good place. And I'm really looking forward to what's around the bend because I can feel those amazing changes coming in. And that's, I suppose that change and that being, it's almost be prepared to be, be ready to change as such more than anything else. Mm -hmm. That seems to be the, the most powerful thing, right? It really is. And, you know, Pete, I'm a Taurus. So <laughs> Taurus really, we like routines, but then when you get into the numerology of who I am, I actually have this dual side where I, I thrive on adventure. I need adventure. I, I desire change, but at the same time, equally, I desire stability and security and I love my home and I love being at home. So I really have um, an interesting time with myself, Pete. You know, I really desire to have a good car ride or a good adventure. I always like to have something on the calendar to look forward to or else things become a little too ho-hum. And just like every other human being, I can turn that ho-hum into chaos just to create an adventure. And we don't want that, right? We want to stay in that healthy mindset. So it's knowing who you are and coming back to self. And, and that's something that I pride myself on really helping clients find and understanding who you are. And when you can do that and come back to yourself, it makes all the difference. I didn't know all of these things about myself 20 years ago. Had I, I I would have understood things differently and maybe um, changed some things in my world to not be swimming upstream, but be going with the flow. For you, I mean, is pressure for diamonds or is it just bad plumbing? Say again? Is pressure for diamonds or is it just bad plumbing? Some people thrive in that. You talk about chaos and some people yeah. love, they kind of, yeah. they need to I, be back against the wall and that's the one you're going to get the best of me. Or some people say, no, no, no. If you, if you were organized, then we could do this. Mm-hmm. Where do you, where do you sit? Ooh, I would say a happy medium. And today was a good example of that because we had some technical stuff going on and I had already changed and was going into my other work mode. And then I was like, okay, let me turn back around and I'll make this happen. So I don't thrive on chaos. Absolutely not. I do not prefer that. Um, that for me is not healthy, but I can make things happen under pressure. So I would definitely say diamond under pressure. Um, 
And we apply that to ourselves, right? With our to-do list or our daily list or things like that. And I think that when you do that and find the, the pressure, the heat that works for one, you know, that works for you, then that's okay. I, I do better with my, my goal list. I like to say versus a to-do list, really like my goal list, my fun things for the day versus just going willy nilly and having nothing. Oh, nothing gets done. Like just the bare minimum of what needs to get done. So, you know, again, it's, it's knowing self and really knowing where you thrive. And a lot of people don't, they go off of what they're told they should be doing. And then that, and then they wonder why there's friction or they're not happy or they're finding, you know, depression and anxiety. And it's because they're, they're doing all of these outside things, mm-hmm. all of these outside things are influencing them versus going within and going, wait, what makes me happy? Maybe I'm a night owl. Why am I, why do I have a 5.00 AM job? Right? So it's all that really, it is so important to get to know yourself. And what do you like? What do you really like? What's healthy for you doesn't necessarily mean that you like that. And if you don't like something and you're forcing yourself to do it nine times out of 10, it's not going to work in any scheme, be that health, fitness, food, work. I mean, you've really got to find what works for you and find the flow, not trying to hustle upstream because I find that generally just doesn't, doesn't bode well. How, how do you go about finding yourself? I know it's a, you know, it's a, it's a lovely term, but I mean, how, how do you right. break it down? You know, it's like, Ooh, here's me, you know, uh, and we change too through time, right? You know, it's a mm. change in circumstances, what's going on in our lives, et cetera. So, I mean, what, what's your suggestion? I, I mean, for me personally, I feel like a caterpillar who has been reborn numerous times. And I do think that we reinvent ourselves based on where we are in our life, our age, the people that were around what's going on. And through each chapter, each journey, you're finding a new, a new sense of self. And so I don't think that one day you just wake up and you go, this is me because that's you today. That's you in that moment. And I want you to give grace for tomorrow. You may be a little different, maybe two hours from now. And that's okay. You don't have to hold yourself in a box. And I think for a long time, I tried to do that, you know, before I really understood coming into alignment with my soul and what really felt good to me. You know, I was human. I, I had a corporate job. I, I thought I would be married by this date, children by this date, a house at this date, money in the bank at this. I mean, I was in my twenties and well advanced of my friends who were having so much fun in the world. And it's not that I wasn't having fun, but I just thought like, here's this plan, here's this cookie cutter thing. And that was so not for me. And the moment that you can say like, I found me or found what was for me, then I begin to find myself and my passions and the fire in the belly. And that's, you know, that's going to change and grow and evolve. And I think it's so important for each person to realize that where you are today is where you are today. And it's exactly where you're meant to be. And it's also equally as important to know that whatever is meant for you is not going to pass you by. So being able to be okay with those two statements and having grace for yourself, I really feel is the key because today is a podcasting day. Today, I'm all about podcasting and that's where, that's where my mindset is. And, and I'm showing up for Pete and we're going to have fun and we're going to empower the world and bring as much love and light and joy as we can. Later today, that's just going to be a Jen and mom time. And, and who knows what's going to come out of that. That's just going to be a fun time. So it's knowing how to ebb and flow and being okay with that. Uh, how, for you, how close are you to being your true self? You know, because we talk about the gap of who we are and who we present ourselves mm-hmm. as and who other people think we are, but then there's our true self. I mean, right. is there a gap for you? Is, is that a, a gap that's always closing or, or what, what way do you feel you're at? I feel very authentic. How I show up and what I bring to the table is truly who I am. I'm all heart and soul. Um, I'm human. I have no problem expressing my amazing fall forwards. I like to say versus failures because we can never fail. We're always learning. You know, I have really come in to me. And I would say, you know, a huge blessing was honestly out of the last two or three years, really coming into me and going, this is a great opportunity just to be and really show who I am and really help people. And the moment that the guards come down and you're not just having showing up to 
put on the face, so to speak. I'm not just on stage. I've had those years where I would show up and I presented who I needed to be in that moment. And then I would go away and I would be this, you know, quiet little introvert who loved to be home and watch your Hallmark movies. And no one really knew that side of me. And now everyone knows that side of me. (laughs) And so it's really great when you can just be and be so authentic. Life is so, so easy. And it wasn't that I wasn't being authentic in those moments. Every moment was genuine. And I think each person has different sides, but when you can just show everything at one time, it's so much easier than trying to say, what mask am I putting on today? So in the last three years, I decided no mask, no nothing, you know, and I don't even know Pete, if it was intentional, I think that was just what was born out of, you know, this incredible time of just, you know what, it's a cliche to say, but life is incredibly short. And it's so much shorter than we know. And out of this last year, there was a lot of love, but there was a lot of loss. Mm -hmm. And when we can be very conscious of that and go, you know, what really matters most? And to me, that's love, that's happiness, and that's health. Would you describe those as your value set? Would that be? Yeah, I think that that's really fair to say. And you know, you try not to have those same expectations for everyone else, right? Because no one can ever make your expectations. But, you know, it is one of those things, you know, loyalty is important. Being truthful is important. Being genuine and sincere is so important to me. And so when people can show up and I believe what you put out is what you get back. So when you show up that way, that's what you begin to attract in people, places, and things around you. And so when you're in that phase of your life. And Pete, I'm sure you've been there too, right? Where we, we're putting on the mask and we're doing what we need to do. We're getting back exactly what we're putting out. People, places, and things, they all show up that way. That's what we're attracting. So, you know, it's so much nicer now. I would say life is so, and, and even in the middle of, of uh, the last couple of years, you know, I, I lost my granddad who I was incredibly close to. He was definitely my North star you know, the world seems just chaotic. And I was able to find peace and happiness when I was surprised I was able to find peace and happiness. And even during those times, that's when my podcast was born. And I would have never seen that coming. And what what an amazing, beautiful gift from the universe for me to be able to serve in such a large capacity like yourself, because we so need, we need all of that. Hmm. What, I mean, what, what has the likes of podcasting and connecting with others? What's, what lessons have you learned from that? Oh my goodness. Well, there's the technical side, Pete. Um, I went into this, not knowing anything. I didn't, I knew of podcasts. I never listened to them. I didn't, I knew nothing. And so it was again, another transformation. And for me, the hang up wasn't sitting here and having a conversation with you it's the hang up of the technical side. And so that was my, like this fear that was so ridiculous that I just needed to get over. And um, once I was able to get past that, you know, there was this incredible learning curve. I mean, with every person that I meet that I have on my show, that is such a blessing to be on your show. I feel I learned so much and being able to spread empowerment and letting people know, Hey, we're human and we're here to have this experience in this earth school and it's okay. We fall, we falter. I share all of that. Um, and it's, it's incredible when you hear back from people and they say like how much you've, you've helped them. And really, I mean, yes, I am, but I'm the vessel just like you are Pete or the vessel for the messages or the vessel to help people. It just, it's a beautiful thing, right? Like it just doesn't get any better than that feed. I don't know, but each day it really does, you know, being here with you and meeting, meeting people I would have never been connected with being able to travel when you can't travel right here. I am chatting with you across the pond. And, you know, that for me, gives me that energetic connection to traveling when I'm someone who loves to travel and you haven't really been able to, or maybe didn't feel comfortable enough to like that. It's, it's incredible. This is beautiful. Uh, tell me, where, where would you normally find yourself in flow state? Where, where's your, when we get the, the full version of you and your, and your full and your, and your love and happiness and, and mm-hmm. being exactly who you are, 
Yeah. I mean, honestly, like we definitely have that right now. I mean, this morning, you know, before I do anything, I have my non-negotiables in the day. And one of them is going for my morning walk. And I like to get out and I have my gratitude time with nature. And it's funny. A neighbor said to me the other day that I didn't know. He goes, you're the good morning girl. Because I literally walk around and I'm saying good morning to every squirrel, every bird, every tree, every alligator here. Like I just, I'm just so happy and blessed to, and to be in the nature. And, and to me, that's my, that's my incredible time. And then I bring in music and I'm visioning my day and it just gets me so excited. And so for me, that's just being in the flow, being in the flow of, I mean, can we call this work, Pete? It doesn't feel like work, right? It just, it doesn't being in the flow of serving, being the flow of, of appreciating life. And it takes, it's like, don't get me wrong. It's not like I'm Pollyanna every day, but when you can really live in joy and peace, it is so much better than I hate my surroundings. I hate everything, blah, 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 blah. Like that's just exhausting. And I've been there too. And it takes its work and it's practice just like anything else when you can have that mindset shift, that mindset shift, excuse me, anything is possible. It really is. How, how do you, how do you tap into that? I mean, is, is, is that through meditation, visualization, et cetera? I mean, how, mm-hmm. how do you take the sort of the physical world that we know the hows and what's and, you know, what's going to happen here through to the future version of the best Jennifer there is out there, you know, and how mm-hmm. do you connect the two? I use various practices. I definitely use meditation, not always a traditional meditation either. Um, For me, when I walk, that's a sense of meditation. So that when I say non-traditional, like that's another form of meditation I do. I also do meditation with Reiki music and healing music. Um, I have my gratitude journals. I sit down and I have this clear vision for how I see my life. And I like to share with my clients, sometimes people can't, get in the now. And so it's much easier for someone to, to envision, how do you see your life six months from now or a year from now? And then work backwards. I find has been, is, is much easier for clients to do that, to go big and then shrink it down to little, little grains of salt. And so I really love to, to do that. I love to play with the universe and my guys and angels and ask for things that I know that you know, I believe if you have something, a feeling that is placed in your heart, a dream, whatever that is, there's a reason for it. So when things like that happen, I I do, I, I ask, I ask for a lot of things every day from God, the universe, my angels, you know, all sorts of wild things. And I love to see when they transpire. And so I feel like I'm always dancing with the universe. I'm always in flow with, not an expectation, but if you're telling me universe that I can have everything that I dream of, then yeah, let's go for it. And here's how I'd like it to be laid out. But I know that I have to take myself out of that because you're going to bring it to me in the right way at the right time by the right person or place or thing, however that works out. So it's, if I'm understanding this correctly, so it's almost like living from the wish fulfilled. It's the how is not my business, but the the intention, the mm-hmm. goal, the objection, the vision is yours. Have I understood mm-hmm. that correctly? Absolutely. So you want to um, combine your meditation. You want to con- combine your visualization with gratitude and with what's in your heart and being grateful for everything and having compassion. And when you can bring all of those things together and you a crystal clear vision. So it can't be, I want a million dollars because the universe is like, so does everybody else. But P, what do you want the million dollars for? And so I would say, and some people can't even go million dollars, right? Because that's too big. They can't even imagine that. So I say, okay, $1,000. What are you going to do with $1,000? And be very, very specific with each and every penny down to a zero. And then when you're comfortable with that and you see those things coming in and manifesting, then go up a little higher and a little higher. And I always suggest make sure that somewhere in there, there's a giving back aspect, whether that is a straight up charity, whether that's a, you know, whatever that is, there's always going to be this, how are you serving with this? For me, that's how I resonate. 
And so I love that. Like I, I'm always playing, like, I'll tell you something really funny, Pete. I haven't shared this with anyone. So I have on my vision board, these $3 million bills, which is a big deal, right? To think about $3 million, like how that Pete, how, but the, how isn't, it doesn't matter to us. So on it, and this is, you know, anyone can do this with any amount of money. I wrote exactly line by line where all of that was going to go, including charity, including, you know, buying a house for someone or this or that, the whole nine yards. One thing that was on there, Pete was paying, paying off my car. Now this is how the universe works. So I just wrote the amount. I didn't write payoff to zero. I just wrote the amount. Well, about a week later, I was given that amount to pay off my car loan to receive a car loan at basically zero interest. So the universe works for you, but if you're not crystal clear, like I wasn't crystal clear, paid off to zero. I mean, that's how crystal clear the universe wants you to be. So we were like, I was like laughing and I was like, oh my gosh, that was brilliant. Like that's how the universe works. So it's kind of like you wouldn't go into a restaurant and be like, oh, I'll have a steak, cook it any way you want. Um, maybe salt, maybe butter. Like you want to be specific. I want it medium rare. I want a twice baked potato. I want asparagus, no butter. So that's how crystal clear you want to get that vision. And then you want to feel it. You want to get that sensation in your body and get excited about it. And then know it's taken care of. You don't have to sit there and, and squeeze the juice out of that energy, out of that vision. It's once you put it out there, it's out there. And so then it's being open to coming back. And, you know, I, I always express to people abundance comes to us in all, in all ways. You can go to the store and, and your favorite cereal is buy one, get one free. Well, the universe just gave you $3 and 59 cents. You should be grateful for that. And sometimes we don't always pay attention to the little things because we're trying to look for a big thing. But if we're only comfortable with the little things, we can't get to the big energy yet. Does that make sense? Mm, yeah, it does. Uh, for for you, I mean, then uh, is this all part when you talk about your journaling, your goal setting, et cetera, it is, it's been crystal clear about this, right? So it is, you know, you talked there earlier about sort of vision boarding, you talked about that. So it's, it's always manifest or always being specifically, yeah, it is manifesting, right? I mean, this is, this is mm -hmm. all falling under law of attraction for anyone that's new to it, right? I mean, this is, this is, mm -hmm. this is a part of what you do. Is that fair enough? Absolutely. Yes. I love it. I mean, I just think that it's, it's fabulous. It's so much fun when you realize that the universe wants to give you everything that you want because you deserve it. All you have to do is stay in that higher vibration and not get caught up in the lower ugh, kind of vibrations. And we can, you can go there. You're going to go. I'm not saying I don't have those moments, but the key is, is that I have moments. Maybe 10 years ago, I had days or weeks, right? Or something happened in the morning and, and, oh, your whole day is ruined. Well, your whole day doesn't have to be ruined because of one small thing. It doesn't have to be. And Again, there's some deprogramming that needs to go on. There's just shining the light on the way we're supposed to live versus the way we've been programmed and told to live. When did the shift, you talked about this not always being the case for you. When, when does this shift come about for you to, to, you know, for you to think this way, to you to, to mm -hmm. respond this way to the universe, if you like? It's definitely been a journey. It's not something where one day I woke up and I was like, oh, the world is perfect. I'm going to manifest everything I want. It, it, it's not for me personally. It's not been like that. There's different events that have transpired um, throughout my life. And when I look back and I go, oh, my goodness, you know, sometimes you don't see it when you're in it. But when you look back, you know, I, I had a huge car accident back in 1997 and that really rocked my world. I was you know, I mentioned being the corporate world. I was climbing the ladder. I was going, you know, I, I told my mother, oh, if I have children, I'm, I'm hiring a nanny. I don't, I don't have time for this. I mean, that's my mindset. Like I was just on this. I'm going to make money. I'm going to, there was no service. There was no, I'm worried about being happy. There was just, this is what I was programmed and thought that's what I was supposed to be doing. And the universe was like, well, we really need to help her because she's not listening. And so through this car accident, happened to transpire in a place called Boulder, Colorado, which back at the, in the time it was 1997. I mean, it really 
truly was the Mecca of alternative care and something at the time I wasn't familiar with. I didn't grow up with all of this around me, maybe a little, but not to this extent. So the blessing was that through my rehab of two years, I saw every kind of holistic doctor, Eastern, Western doctor. I learned so much. I was learning about myself and really needing to follow the guidance and was sort of just at that point going with the flow. You could say, you know, through the cracks and a little bit of money that came to me, it was just enough to go to Pilates school. No coincidence. I don't believe in coincidences, you know? So at this, I kept trying to be in the corporate world, you know, and then finally it was like, okay, this isn't for me. You know, I finally got the message literally from the universe. So it was moments like that, that really changed me. Like that was definitely a huge pivotal moment. And I believe that we have very pivotal moments in our life. And then we have smaller moments where the universe is just tapping on the shoulder going, are you sure? Really? And then there's those, you know, frying pan across the head moment where they're like, hello, (laughs) you didn't hear us. And it's being aware and being willing to listen. And so for me, this has been a journey. And so that, that was one phase of that, you know, transformation into becoming Jennifer Pilates and trainer and wanting to give back because I had been in so much pain. My mission was just to help one person not be in pain. And 20 some years later, that's thousands of people that I have been able to help around the world, which is amazing and such a blessing in that. And so through that, you know, then there's the coaching, then, you know, I'm someone who has moved around the universe, I guess, (laughs) I guess I do move around the universe, but definitely like within the United States, I've done eight cross country trips and I've moved all over. And every time I move, you sort of become a little something different. You're evolving more, you're growing more. And with each move and in each event in your life that happens, and sometimes that can even be daily. So it's a progression and I'm not done you know, I'm going to keep learning and and growing and sharing, you know, more and more each and every day until, you know, I have my official wings and I fly off and back to home I go. So there isn't an ending. There's just a continuation of everyday learning. And so through the podcast, through myself, through my own meditation and through wanting to know more and understanding that there's more to know always, there's that growth. And growth is painful. There's no doubt about that. Like growth is not always fun. Uh, But when you can be open to it and then see the benefits of it and embrace those energies, it can be pretty miraculous. For you, I mean, I I love that. I mean, I think that's so powerful to to have that mindset, you know, saying what I'm sort of getting there is like, you know, it's like, Thing life's happening for you, not to you. And when it's a difficult situation, there's a lesson. It's not to get you to teach you. You know, it's not. It's not out to get you. The universe is, is not here to pick on you. You know, it, it's it's to sort of pick it for you. Um, and having that reflection is so powerful. So powerful. it is. And when we think that Earth is our school, and I never thought about that. Like honestly, that's something I've learned in the last month from an incredible mentor of mine. She was like, you know, earth is a school. And then that message kept getting repeated to me afterwards. And I was doing a podcast yesterday with someone and he, again, I kept hearing that earth is a school. And I thought, wow, when you think of it that way, that we're all just in school, we should be doing our best, right? We're not here to fail. We're not here just to like get through it. Like we should all be doing our best and we should all be helping one another. And when you do that, you know, it's, it's like this golden road that just opens up. And I'm not saying that there aren't going to be pitfalls and that everything is hunky dory. It's not always hunky dory, but you can always find the blessing. Like when I'm driving down the street and there's, and I'm in Florida. So there's a lot of wild drivers. I'll call them, you know, someone cuts me off. And if this was 10 years ago, I would have very fun words, colorful words to say and colorful gestures to give. And that's what what we did on the East coast. And now I look at it and I go, Oh my gosh, I hope you're getting, you know, I hope you go, you know, you get where you need to go. I hope there's a blessing here. My gosh, you know, wherever you need to go, I hope you get there and you're okay. Because again, each one of us in every moment of the day is fighting some sort of a battle, right? And so everyone is. And if we can start looking and knowing and realizing 
that sometimes someone isn't being rude to you just because they're being rude to you. Like they're being rude to you because they're struggling and they're in pain in their life. And this is their only way that they know to get it out. Doesn't make it right. Doesn't make it right at all. And you can set your boundaries and you do not have to accept that behavior. But when you can have compassion and move on from that and not take on that and go, oh my gosh, and let that ruin your day. I can't believe they treated me this way. And they did this and they did that. No, that's them. That's on them. How you react to it and how you perceive it and what you do with it, that's on you. And so each time you start to learn and you start to grow from that and it takes time and it's, you know, you evolve each and every day and you just try to do better, be better and give better. I mean, that's, that, that's powerful in itself, you know, to, to be able to reflect back on that and, and reflect, take time out, I suppose, is, you know, are, are you able to sort of monitor and manage yourself now or does know, is it always the case that a, you know, mentor or coach or someone else in your life mm-hmm. to help you to hold up that mirror for you to see yourself? I mean, what, what way do you normally sort of, mm-hmm. is it self-reflection or is it with the support of others? It's absolutely both. And I believe that, you know, we all need help. We all need a community around us. And when you can always have someone else to sort of help reflect with you, that's really powerful. So I have different mentors and coaches that I work with and different healers, and it depends on where you are. And maybe, you know, it's a once a month thing or whatever it is, or maybe therapy is your way to go. You know, I've done that in the past as well. So again, things like that change based on where you are in your life and and where you're moving. But I, I do, I feel it's very important to set up a network of people and a support for you and know which person is the right one to call on based on where you're at and what you're going through. Because each mentor, for me, each mentor does a little something different, but yet they all complement one another and they all make me a stronger, better person. Yeah. It's, it's, as you say, I mean, especially as you speak there, I'm like, you know, it's obviously the Pilates is the physical body side, you know, and then you have the coaching side, which is the, it's the mindset, it's the mental side. And then you have almost the spiritual side as well, you know, and Mm -hmm. it's, you know, mind, body, soul, if you like. And and Mm -hmm. that aspect, I suppose it's, it's, you know, the different parts of the, the trifecta of what makes us who we are. Right. So it's, it's, it's the balance and it's unlikely there's going to be one teacher for all. Maybe, maybe not. I don't know. Right. You know, I don't, I don't know. I mean, for me, there hasn't just been one. There's always been, you know, a few different. And for me, I, and I've always been someone who, you know, everyone always thinks I'm an, an extrovert and I'm really not like, I'm actually quite shy. I really like to keep to myself. I have very close knit friends. I can count them on one hand who I'm really close with. And so I'm sort of the same way with those that I let into my life especially to work with me. I'm very sensitive about my energies and protect, you know, this world that I'm building for myself. And so I really make sure that people have the right vision and that we really resonate. And I encourage people to, it's okay if you go to someone and even if it's a therapist and you go and you're like, I'm not feeling this, that's okay. Change it up. You just grew in that moment and went, maybe I would have resonated a year ago, but you don't now, or maybe you did, but now you don't because you've grown. And I really believe it is important to have, especially right now, to have a community. And when I say community, for me, I mean, it's like, I definitely work with probably four or five people at different times and not all the time. You know, it's, it just comes and goes and, and you, but it's important to have people in your life that keep you accountable too, because if not, you can, you know, you can go off a little to one side and get a little lost and then you need to rein it in knowing that you have a support network is really important, whether you use them every day or not, or once a month versus feeling like you are going and doing all of this alone. That's not why we're here. We're here to love. We're here to receive love. We're here to give love and we're here to build a community. And I think that that fell flat many, many years ago. And I don't know if this did for you, Tim, or excuse me, Pete, but that wasn't always the way, you know, I was brought up to be extremely independent, to not rely on any, the exact opposite I've been for half my life. I can do it on my own. Oh, don't, I can carry my own bags. I can do this. I can do that. I can, I can do it all. Well, I'm here to tell everybody. No, 
I can't do it all. And you know what? I don't want to do it all. That's freaking stressful. And there's no reason to put that kind of stress on any human being. So ask for help. People want to help you. And that helps out there. I mean, we've got Google for goodness sakes. You know, if, if nothing else, start with Google <laughs> and use Google as, as your crutch for a while. But, you know, we're, we're supposed to have a community of people. We're supposed to ask for help. Are you, are you clear in your overall purpose then? I mean, are you sitting in your purpose? Do you know, do you, know, do you have a, a sense of where you're going or what your, your overall intention of, of you know, in this, this sort of world that we're in? Are, are you clear on that or is it, a, is it an overall feeling for you? I think it's both. And you touched on it a little bit earlier, Pete, when you talked about mind, body, spirit. So when you take it back to 1997, when I was in my car accident and I found Pilates and the essence of Pilates is body, mind, and spirit. The essence of Joseph Pilates was being a healer in his own right and helping people and being 50 years ahead of his time. I was given so much through that one modality that it's taken me, gosh, I've been doing this for 22 years year, every year, there's, there's a deeper layer to this body, mind, and spirit integration. And so I feel, yes, my mission has been to help people understand that it is an integration Mm -hmm. and that it's a part of everything that you do. It's not just woo woo, which I can't stand that word. And people use that word. It's not just sitting on a mountaintop and oming it out. It's not flying to India And it can be, it absolutely can be all those things, but it can also be you being at peace and going to the grocery store and finding that most amazing tomato and the amazing piece of mozzarella and basil and coming home and having this capri that in itself can also be very body, mind, and spirit. It doesn't have to be something way out here. And again, I think that that was false programming from who knows who started that. And that's, Things got really messed up east west, you know? And so I feel like we're really breaking down those walls and letting people know that it's okay to feel. We, you know, feeling is good. It may not feel good, but if you can sit in that moment with whatever you're feeling and honoring it and allow it to pass through you, which is the key, you don't have to hold on to things, allow it to pass through you. That really, I mean, that changes it the ball game. Hopefully maybe we don't need some of the pills and medications. We don't need these band-aids, right? When we take a band-aid, it it doesn't always help. Mm. It helps in that moment, but it doesn't always help, you know? And so when I have those days and, and I'm human, I have stress, I have anxiety, you know, being an empath is not always easy. I feel other people's pain and their emotions in the world. And there are days where it's too much, And I have to find peace with that. And so I have to find ways to work through that because that's this amazing superpower that some days doesn't feel so powerful. (laughs) Some days it feels very um, overwhelming. And those are the days that I really have to dig deep. And so I understand stress. I understand anxiety very, very well. I mean, we have a relationship. It knows that I don't care for it but I honor that relationship when it shows up and I question the why. And I think that that's something that we weren't always taught to do either. Like, why am I feeling anxious? Why am just as, you know, no one questions why you're happy, right? We just sort of gloss over. We're happy, but sit with, why am I anxious? What am I feeling? And it's hard. It is very hard work. It is not easy, but I do encourage if you can take that first step and breathing and getting there, I'm not saying you're not going to need your therapist or your pill or rescue remedy or a bag of cookies. You very well may, but it's baby steps. And so over the years, that's really, I mean, I've, I've gone through a lot. And I think that that's something that everything that you go through, you know, through my car accident, through understanding um, brain casualties, through understanding heart surgeries, through understanding, you know, pains in your body, understanding being an empath, All of these call them lessons, blessings, interesting growth periods for sure. I'm able to help so many more people because of what I've been through. And so when we look at exactly like what you said, life isn't happening to us, it's happening for us. 
And it's a challenge to get there in that moment. However, when you can see that, you can take that in what you've experienced and help so many other people. You're not just experiencing it because you think that the world wants to punish you. That's not it. That's not it at all. Do, do you have a sense then of, of what you're capable of? Hmm. I do. And I, I do, but I don't always practice that. I do, but I don't think that I consistently put that into practice. Um, I think it's something that I'm learning to be more empowering, (laughs) empowered with myself in knowing, I think that there's so much more that I do on a daily basis that I don't recognize Mm. because I just want to keep helping and, you know, and doing what I can, but it's interesting when you realize what you can do and then you sit back and go, wow. And that has to go back to different things, right? Pete, when people say like, are you living your truth? Are you living in your light or are you shrinking to fit the observation that people have of you? And I've, I did that a lot, my first half of my life. And I believe that that's why it wasn't, um, as happy or as joyful as this part of life that I'm living now, I had happy moments and joyful moments, but it wasn't as consistent as what I have now because I was fighting who I was. And I just didn't, I didn't understand. I didn't know. I didn't sit still long enough to try to get there or go there. If that makes sense. Do you you feel seen? I do now. I didn't always feel that way. Mm. I do now. And, and do you feel that, do, do people get you? You know, I don't know. And that's not for me to discern. I am who I am. I'm not for everyone. Hmm. I have love for everyone, but I'm not for everyone. So that's not for me. That's for everyone else out there. If people get me, then that's wonderful. Then we're in alignment. And if they don't, that's okay too. And that, that's an amazing detachment. So powerful. It's taken a long time, Pete, (laughs) a long time to not care what other people think or um, to be a people pleaser. I grew up a people pleaser. I grew up, you know, really in some traumatic, you know, I had a lot of trauma in my life and uh, it's, I've learned from it and it's taken a long time to get where I'm at now. And I'm, you know, there is something that I do every day, which is I, I tell myself how proud I am of myself because it's, it really is amazing when I sit back and I look at everything that I've lived through and experienced and things that I haven't even put out there yet because some parts are still healing. And I feel that until you're healed and until you can just tell the story without crying, <laughs> there's not time yet. And so I'm on the verge of, of, of more incredible stories to be told, which I'm excited to share that, you know, so right there, I hope that that shows how um, just authentic that I like to be and like to know and let people know that, you know, I'm going through things every day, just like everyone else. I just may choose to look at them differently now. And in some moments, maybe not right? Some I'm again, I'm human. I have cookies. I have organic wine. I have moments, (laughs) but the key is to have moments, not days and weeks and lifetimes of being unhappy. I don't want to see anyone that way. I know that it's also not my job to fix everyone, which also has taken a long time to get to where I'm at with that as well. Yeah. It's for many, that's the difference between a mentor and a coach. You know, it's someone that's happy to support, but not, Mm -hmm. um, assist, if that makes sense, you know, it's here for you, but you know, at the same time, sometimes we all have to sort of feel the pain, but also feel the pleasure. So yeah, Mm -hmm. you know, it's beautiful. I I do want to be respectful of time. So, I mean, I'll just ask, I mean, if you were to summarize your fire in your belly in one or two words, Jennifer, what, what would they be? Mm. My fire in my belly is empowering self, filling myself with love and joy each and every day, 
so that I can give that out to the world. That's, that's my mission. That is my mission. Empower others, spread the love, spread the light and let everyone know that it's what's meant to be. Being happy is what's meant to be. And love can do that. Wow. Dallas, where can, where can people find out more? Where can they follow you, track you down, hunt you down, stalk you, any of the above? <laughs> sure. Well, the easiest place to do all of the above is over at jenniferpilates.com. You can read about me. You can find out about the podcast, about coaching, mentoring. You can find out about virtual Pilates training, which I do all over the world with everyone. And uh, yeah, I'm on all the social medias. You can find me everywhere. So wherever you you're so inclined to go, you will find me there. I have a new YouTube channel, which is a big deal, Pete. Again, a new technology breakthrough for me. No, I'm a little behind the time. But, so we're pretty, I'm pretty much everywhere, but the website is the best place to go, jenniferpilates.com. I love it. I love it. And I know we've only just touched the, the edge of the iceberg here of all the things that you do and your, your skill set. So listen, I thank you for your time. Is there a final message you'd like to leave with our listeners today? I would love to tell everyone to, in moments when they're struggling, in moments when they don't know what to do, which can be often, to sit, if you can go outside and take a moment and breathe and remember that you are exactly where you are meant to be in this moment. Beautiful. Beautiful. Yeah. Jennifer, I thank you for your time. I thank you for coming on the show. And listen, I look forward to speaking to you again. Take care. Oh, I would love to come back again, Pete. Thank you so much. I'm so honored to be a part of your show. Thank you so very much. Thank you. Well, that was another great episode of Fire in the Belly. You know, this really wouldn't be possible without a great guest taking the time to share their personal journeys. And boy, boy, sometimes it is personal. It's an absolute pleasure to have that and then to hear the journeys that people have been on. We've loads more episodes coming up soon, and it's always a pleasure to have guests on. If you do happen to know anyone with true fire in their belly, please reach out to us so we can share their journey, lessons, and successes. So, all that's left to say is have a great day, live with fire in your belly, and be the mightiest version of you.